Week two, baby. We did it. We're back. Episode two. Haven't seen that one. We talk about movies, but only a little bit. At I mean, the very if you, end. <laughs> if you did the math on the last episode, we bullshitted around for like yeah. 75% of it. But yeah. we hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we're back this week talking about Nobody. Yeah. Our review on that is going to be at the very end. The general structure for new people uh, is going to be we talk about our weeks. We yep. talk about news, whether it's movies, video games, random stuff. Uh, we'll do the main movie review. So for this week, it's Nobody, but... We're also going to be covering episode two of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then at the very end, we're going to do uh, viewer questions or letters or anything like that. And we actually have something. Oh, my God. You know who you are. So yeah. one of our friends. Um, we'll be talking about that at the end. So yeah, we're famous <clears throat> already. We're doing this already. <laughs> Rebecca, how was your week and why was it ruined because of Target? Well, don't big corporations just ruin everything anyways? Anyways, yes. <laughs> my only thing that I was looking forward to this week was the Animal Crossing Sanrio Amiibo cards that were coming out on March 26th, which was Friday, aka yesterday. We're filming on Saturday. And they went up at 7 a.m. Mountain Time, where we are here. And I woke up at 6.30, set my alarm on my day off. To wake up at 6.30 a.m. So I could get everything ready. I went to go click on it at 7 a.m. sharp. And they were sold out by 7.01. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is your first time getting anything Target exclusive. but Unfortunately. For people who maybe collect like uh, like Marvel Legends or the mm -hmm. G.I. Joe classified figures, which are by Hasbro, which I've bought before. Uh, Target is terrible with yeah. exclusivity stuff. Like, I don't know why big companies trust Target no, to, either, the worst. <laughs> to either follow the street dates, to either follow the rules, because when this listing went up, uh, I actually gave Becca a tweet. Shout out Wario64. You guys know who he is. <laughs> um, and in the comments, a lot of people were saying like, oh, like they found these uh, the cards like actually on the shelf yeah. in the electronics department or... Like, they people would go were just up. going in and asking employees for them, and the employees would grab them from the back. When these cards were specifically meant to be order pickup or curbside pickup, they wanted to try to... I'm assuming exactly. Nintendo yeah. wanted to try to eliminate scalpers getting them because... Yeah, and, like, all bots just getting them, like, online. Yeah, because they did limit it to two per customer. Right, So two exactly. packs of the cards per customer, but... They tried really hard, but Target still fucked it Target up. finds a way. <laughs> So please continue. I just wanted to. Yeah. Well, you know, I was very upset at this point in time. Uh, we have three targets around us within, you know, like 30 minutes of us. Mm -hmm. And so I figured at least one of them had to have something in stock. I just wanted one pack. I didn't even want two. Just one. I just wanted my Animal Crossing Sanrio collab. And nothing. I kept changing it like over and over again. I sat there for a solid like 15 minutes just going back and forth, changing the locations up, trying to place my order and it wouldn't let me. Um, and all while this was happening, our cat was being very obnoxious, scratching on the door. And so... <laughs> you were still asleep. I was, yeah. And uh, so you woke up and I basically just came in real angry. And I was like, I can't get my Animal Crossing cards. I'm upset. I woke up early on my day off. I wanted to sleep in and I couldn't even get my cards. 
So I was real bummed. I went and pouted on the couch, watched TikTok. <laughs> Thankfully, we were able to to pick up Target's fumble. Yeah. And I had gotten on my phone and I was just, because I've had experience with yeah. shit like this. I had this happen at Best Buy yeah. when I got my PS5. You just exactly. add it to the cart and you just got to keep mashing keep place mashing. my order. Even yep. when it tells you it can't do it. Uh, after about like 10, 15 minutes, yeah. I eventually got, I got two packs for Becca. I got one she could open and one if she wanted to like display it nicely. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're not selling them. No. <laughs> because I cannot believe that these things are selling between 40 and $60 They're, for a pack of six yeah. cards. And the, the, yeah, it's a pack of six cards and at Target they cost five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So that's $1 per card essentially. And yeah, people are selling these for an average of like $50 on eBay right now. Which these scalpers are wild. Just insane. Like, come on. It's just Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Let me have my escapism. It's because it's Nintendo, though. <laughs> no, I know. And I know Animal Crossing is super popular and everything. But like, ugh, it's obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. But I got the cards. I'm happy now. I still have to put them all into my game and everything because... Um, I'm not sure how I want to play it out yet. If I want the, uh, the new villagers actually to live on my island or if I just want them to visit so I can get their items. So we'll figure that out. But at least I got the cards. <laughs> that was the most important thing. For sure. Anything else happen with your week? No, not really. Mm. That was, that was about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm actually kind of in the same boat. Uh, I didn't end up playing too much. Do you mind if I pick this up from you? Talk Go about for my week. It. Okay, this will be super short. Um, I really didn't play anything. I'm. I tend to get in sort of like a funk to where like I'll play games for a little bit and then just totally drop off. Like I can't focus on what I'm playing or anything like that. So for the most part, I tend to just start vegging out, watching YouTube and Twitch and stuff yeah. like that, to where I can just turn off. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a bit frustrating, especially because I was playing uh, Marvel's Avengers. I talked about that a little bit last week. Right. And I'm really enjoying it. Like I was enjoying the game. I yeah. only played like an hour of it <laughs> this week. So I, I got through like the, the Tony Stark sections. Uh, I forget where I left off though. I think we were just trying to get like a power source for the helicarrier. If you guys have played the campaign, you probably know what I'm talking about. Aside from that, though, the only thing I did was I bought some hot toys. Right. Super excited for all those to come in. I got three on the way right now. Um, I actually got one of them already. It's Gamora from Guardians 2. Right. Looking real good. Oh, yeah. And I have Star-Lord from Infinity War on the way, and then I have Doctor Strange from Infinity War on the way. It was super cool. I just kind of sold some of my older figures that didn't really care for much anymore. And I was able to essentially swap them out, get some new stuff coming in. <clears throat> ton of fun yeah definitely so that's the bulk of my week though uh i am looking forward to next week though when disco elysium comes out all right because i believe that comes out on the 30th 30th maybe okay uh so i was probably going to do a little bit of playing of that can talk yeah. about it here i'm sure i can probably have you watching me yeah definitely can do something fun like that so that's i think it for our weeks yeah Literally just boring seven minutes of i mean if you y'all want to know why i worked 40 hours this week that was real great but that's it (laughs) for sure Uh, i guess we'll just transition straight into news then all right might as well so starting off the week strong okay uh william spencer who in the previous amazing spider-man movies Uh uh-huh which the movies with andrew garfield okay he was andrew garfield's stunt double okay 
he posted something on Instagram. It was a video of him on a set. Okay. And he tagged uh, stunt double Greg Townley, who is Tom Holland's stunt oh. double. Oh. I mean, we kind of knew about the Spider-Verse yeah. before anything's actually officially come out. Right. We don't have a trailer yet for uh, No Way Home. Right. But I mean, this kind of, come on. Like, why yeah. else? Why else would a stunt double for a Spider-Man right. at another stunt but double? But the important question is, where's Tobey Maguire? That is a very important question. Well, I mean, if he's <laughs> old man Spider-Man, maybe he doesn't need a stunt double. Uh, he could. I guess that's true. Who knows? I am, even though, like, for the most part, I'm a little hesitant on the movie. I'm yeah. excited to see a trailer, at least. Yeah, I'm interested to see one, for sure. To see what their general setup is. Yeah, I mean, there's no way they, there's no way they try to hide toby and andrew no for a whole it's not a full year this comes out this is supposed to come out at the end of this year okay so i i doubt i mean they're already letting stuff leak through like this so there's no way they're gonna try to hide it the whole straight face it there's no point for them to honestly originally when spider-man was revealed in captain america civil war he was in the trailer yeah so i mean you have tom holland doing stuff and that can be your stinger at the end either have one of them or both of them or yeah Somebody from those movies, like if you want to throw in uh, one of the Aunt Mays, I'm oh, blanking yeah. on the. Yeah. I think is Marissa Tomei the current Aunt May. I'm I really bad at keeping like all the the Spideyverse names straight because there's so many yeah, people who so have many. covered. Yeah. These actors. And I just don't pay characters. attention. So. Right. Sorry. <laughs> a little bit of Zack Snyder news. We got a. Oh boy. We're, we're gonna double <laughs> back to Justice. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna double back to Justice League just a little bit. Because he did, on a Saturday, okay. he did talk about a lot of like Justice League stuff because the movie uh, was just coming out. So, yeah. for the most part, after this, the, the news kind of dies down with this. This was just kind of cute, though. Mm-hmm. He went on Cinema Blend's podcast, and he explained the rules that the studio had given him mm-hmm. for making his Snyder Cut. And one of the bigger rules was not shooting any new footage, which, obviously, that's expensive. You have right. to get actors, yeah. tons of stuff. So what did Zach, Zach had said, quote, and then I just, of course, shot stuff anyway. <laughs> I love the, the audacity of this man. He didn't care. No. Why he mean? was like, yeah, so I'm going to do whatever I want because this is my version. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he doesn't know if he'll be coming back. You exactly. might as well just go in. Yeah. It, it's a case of like, oh, sorry, I did that instead of asking permission. Yeah. Like, Who it's cares? Not, it's just the, money. Yeah. Those people got a lot of it, so. That is true. <laughs> the next little bit of news, uh, there is an upcoming Resident Evil movie. This is going to be live action. Okay. It's titled Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. It's going to be directed by, forgive me, Johannes Roberts. I believe it's Johannes. Okay. Uh, he has directed the 47 Meters Down movies, which we've watched. Oh, those we the watched shark those, movies. yeah. And he directed The Stranger's Prey at Night. Which was the sequel to The Strangers. Heard it wasn't oh, very good. okay. We watched The, the Strangers, yeah. Yeah, we watched The Strangers a bit ago. Okay. So they had said that the movie will be a combination of Resident Evil 1 and 2. Which kind okay. of implies that the sets are going to be... Because in Resident Evil 1 is taking place mainly in like a mansion. Right. Um, forgive me, Resident Evil people. I know nothing of the lore. I just know <laughs> like the general yeah. locations and stuff like that. So I know in RE1... Uh, mainly takes place in a mansion and then re2 which you've actually seen a bit of yeah takes mostly in raccoon city right like the police department and and, like the surrounding areas yeah and they've also confirmed 
that uh, Chris, Claire, Jill, and Leon will all be in it. Nice. So, Chris Valentine, I think. I don't know. Cl- Claire, I'm so bad at this. I know. Uh, I know Jill less. Valentine and Leon Kennedy. <laughs> Super bad. It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I got the the news out there. Please at me and tell me how little I know about Ari. <laughs> Love to hear it. Uh, speaking of knowing nothing, this is the opposite of that because I know about Last of Us. Okay. So the Last of Us series coming to HBO. It will borrow dialogue from the game, but deviate greatly from events we've played per Neil Druckmann, Mm -hmm. who is the executive producer of the show and the game director for one and two. Right. Season one, he has said, is going to be the first game. Okay. So it's going to be primarily that world. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you knew this, but just to cover a little base, uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be playing Joel. Nice. Yeah. I I guess maybe I I hadn't told you this before. but I like him. Bella Ramsey is going to be playing Ellie. Uh, I'm not familiar with her. I know people know her from Game of Thrones. Okay. She was one of the... She's obviously young because she's yeah. going to be playing Ellie, but she right. was like a child ruler, I believe. Okay. So uh, that's the popularity that she gained from nice. uh, Game of Thrones. That'll be interesting to see what they do with that. For sure. I mean, it's cool that they're admitting that there's going to be some deviations and it's well, not going to yeah. be like, hey, season one is just Last of Us 1, like yeah. to a T. Like, I mean, it's kind of hard to do that with a video game turning it into a movie and like i know he so right i know he had mentioned like superficial stuff like right the characters aren't going to be wearing the same clothes as they did in the games and stuff like like obviously like there's going to be some liberties yeah there's there's going to be some differences they're two different two different media styles so speaking of media styles see i'm trying to get better at uh doing this transitioning transitioning thing (laughs) speaking of media styles the snyder cut released in a very uh-huh. unique media style to where it was dropped on HBO, obviously. Okay. I was trying to get to the Snyder Cut because oh. we're going back there for a minute. That was a, that was an interesting way to get there. I was there. reaching. <laughs> um, just wanted to cover the last bit of Snyder news for this week. Mm-hmm. Warner Media Studio CEO Han Sarnoff. Did I, did I say Han or Anne? You said Han. Did I say Han? Yeah. Sorry, I was reading ahead. Anne Sarnoff okay. says that Snyder's trilogy is complete with Justice League. Yeah. And implied that there are no future plans for his universe. Okay. Quote, with that comes the completion of his trilogy. We're very happy we've done this, but we're very excited about the plans we have for all the multidimensional DC characters that are being developed right now. Okay. So based on what she's saying, it seems like they're like, yeah, you got to do your last thing, but get out. Yeah. <laughs> and I know with the popularity of the hashtag restore the Snyderverse, I think it has mm-hmm. gotten to like over 1 million tweets. Oh, really? By this point. Yeah. Cause wow. after the Snyder cut, people want to see Zach revisit this. Do more. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're saying, no, 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 we're moving on. Stranger things have happened. I mean, uh, like, that's true. I think Zach had even talked about, he anticipated more. He would do a sequel for justice league as opposed to a studio being told, okay, do what you want. Right. With your own original yeah. cut of the like, you yeah, know, like definitely. this situation is already weird enough. So That's who true. knows if enough people want it? That's true. Studios can't say no to money. Well, exactly. Speaking of studios that are big, I'm really trying here. Marvel and Disney. <laughs> that was all right, huh? <laughs> sure. So, Marvel and Disney have released. Uh, well, they haven't released it, but there are unconfirmed rumors of an Echo series in the works for Disney Plus. So Echo, 
Uh, her real name is Maya Lopez, the character. She has the ability to perfectly copy another person's movements or fighting style, similar to Taskmaster in a way. Right. She's also the first person to hold the title of Ronin before passing it on to Hawkeye, which Ronin was sort of like the alias he had in Endgame. Right. So this is going to be really cool because she is a deaf Native American character who will be played by, forgive me, uh, Alakwa Cox in the Hawkeye series, who is deaf in real life. Nice. I'm not sure of her nationality. Right. Um, based on her name, I'm guessing mm-hmm. she's at the very least not white. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's really cool that Disney is actually in incorporating people who have, like, you know, like, well, yeah. a deaf character should be played by a deaf uh, actor. Deaf. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, you know I love Hawkeye. <laughs> Like, Hawkeye's supposed to be deaf. Yeah. And, like, he never has been. So, it'll be nice to, like, actually see a, a deaf superhero. For sure. So. Well, was Hawkeye supposed to be deaf, or is it, like... He's supposed to be deaf. Fully deaf? I believe Are you so. willing to die on this hill? Because I'm not... I am. All right. Becca is dying on this hill. I cannot confirm... I don't care if I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. Cannot confirm or deny if Clint Barton's supposed to be deaf. She could be right. I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I went through a Hawkeye phase. A hawk guy phase. Hawk guy phase. <laughs> Next bit of news. No good transition here. <laughs> I've given up on that Just already. Up. So Netflix is developing a live action film and a follow up anime series based on Keanu Reeves's Berserk. It's spelled kind of weird. I'll spell it out. B R Z R K R. There's just no e's in it. Okay. So it's. I mean, if you want to be technical, Berserk. it's Berserk. <laughs> but we'll stick with Berserk. Okay. Uh, the comic is by Boom Studios, which we love. Hey, stuff I know that them. Boom puts out some really good stuff. Off the top of my head, I love Alienated, mm-hmm. and that's all I can think of. I can't. I guess think of something anything. is killing the children is Boom as is well. It? Yeah, I think oh, so. Nice. Yeah, I like which is that. super popular right now. Yeah. Uh, but the comic follows a half man, half god who fights through centuries and winds up working for the U.S. government to learn about his existence and how to end it, essentially. Okay. So Reeves will produce and star in the film and voice the anime character. Wow. So, I mean, I know that this book was, uh, I believe, kickstarted. Okay. So then it gained popularity from there, and then I think it was straight up picked up from Boom. By Boom, right. Yeah. And it's just more work for Keanu, really, so yeah. well, can't say no to that. That'll be interesting to see. For sure. For sure. Hope they do good with it. I don't know anything on the comic, its reception, good or bad. I'm not sure if it's, like, an ongoing or if it was just kind of, like, here's six issues, this is the story. Right. But with them saying that there's going to be a follow-up anime, I would assume that it's pretty short. Right. So we're just going to kind of get, like, a follow-up. And if it's short, that might make for a better live-action movie instead of trying to have to fit, like, 20, 30 comics into one hour-and-a-half, two-hour movie. Right. Oh, that'll definitely be interesting to see. So I remember adding this to the list earlier in the week, and I was super excited to talk about it. Yeah. So, Zac Efron, Russell Crowe, and Bill Murray are in talks to star in Peter Farrelly's The Greatest Beer Run Ever for Apple TV+. (laughs) What? The film will tell the real-life story of John Chick Donahue's quest to leave New York in 1967 to bring beer to his friends fighting in Vietnam. This actually happened. Yeah. And I didn't tell you this. I wanted to see your genuine reaction. Right? 
How fucking sick of a movie does that sound like? Hell yeah. I mean, just the fact that this is real. Like, this yeah. sounds like something that would be a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way this could actually... This guy actually did it. Oh my god. Crazy. <laughs> He's like, you know what? My friend's over in Nom need beer. Exactly. I'm gonna get it to him. I've never wanted Apple TV Plus before, but... Right? This is the only thing. This is the only me... thing. <laughs> yeah. The next uh, kind of larger topic mm-hmm. that does fall in the news category uh black widow that movie which has been supposed to come out it or rather it was supposed to come out like over a year ago at right. this point it will now release on july 9th in theaters and on disney premiere access which is you have disney plus but then you have to pay 30 dollars extra to stream the movie i'm not sure for yeah. how long though if it's only like the weekend a few right. days whatever yeah um i to be honest i know a lot of people hate on that model i understand it i mean if you rent a movie you get it for 24 48 hours and you have 10 people over right like they are losing money like i I understand the logic behind it for sure i mean it's better for it to be 30 than like 50 or 60 like something ridiculous like that. i don't think 30 is a too bad of a price i don't think it's that i mean we had just gone to the movies yesterday, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about nobody, but Ooh. for two tickets, it was twenty bucks anyway. Right. So it's ten dollars more to watch it yeah. anywhere you want. Exactly. At home, friend's house, whatever. Yeah. So I get it. I don't think it's too bad of a price. The release date of Black Widow being announced again, 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 uh uh-huh. <laughs> led to Disney kind of showing all the release date changes that are going to be coming up throughout this year and the beginning of next year. Okay. So, Free Guy, which was that... Oh, uh, hey, I remember that. Right, the Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah. Sort of like a video game. Uh, It's going to be released on August 13th, 2021 now. I believe it was supposed to be like June, July. Oh. So, for the most part, these movies just got pushed back a few months. So, I don't know the exact release dates they were. I just know that they've all kind of been... Pushed back. Pushed. None of them are coming forward at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shang-Chi is going to be coming out on September 3rd now. Oh, right. I was excited for that movie, too. I was, too. I still want to see a trailer for it. Yeah. Uh, the King's Man, which is a sequel to Kingsman 2, I believe, right. but it's a prequel movie, is going to be coming out December 22nd of this year. Uh, Deep Water is pushed back to January 14th of 2022, which, mm. smaller movie. I believe it has Ben Affleck, and I forget the, the actress's name, but she was the the maid from Knives Out. Do you remember? Or oh. she, she wasn't the maid. She was like the... Yeah, the helper. The yeah, caretaker. The, but you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can picture her. I yeah. don't know her name, though. Uh, I know that her and Ben Affleck dated in real life for a little oh, bit. Oh, really? They did, yeah. Why did I think Ben Affleck was married? He might have been at some point. Oh. Who who knows? Yeah. But I know that they, uh, they did break up. Yeah. So it's going to be really awkward for this press tour when that happens. <laughs> I have to talk about the movie together. But the movie itself is about a husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce. Uh, Hold on, wait. A husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. I didn't put a comma in there, so I got confused. But yeah, that's the uh, the general premise for the movie. All right. Seems interesting. Sounded pretty interesting. And the last one on here is Death on the Nile. It is now coming out February twenty February eleventh of twenty twenty two. And it is the same director who did Murder on the Orient Express, which is like a murder mystery type movie. I think oh, Johnny Depp okay. was in that. Okay. I it that sounds familiar, but mm-hmm. I've never seen it. And that's about it for the Disney pushback news. Yeah. Here's another what else is new with Disney though? Yeah. 
I just want Black Widow to come out already. I'm so I'm not even interested in that movie. I'm gonna be straight up honest. For like, sure. No, I don't. I just want it to come out so I can get over it. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I just <laughs> want to move on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> after watching WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, we're moving in a different direction. And yeah. Black Widow's just like dragging along. Yeah. Like just get it, it out of there. It's so dead we can... weight at this point. Yeah. <laughs> just Ironic because she dies. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> well, is it though? It is a spoiler. Yeah, but like everybody knew that already. But it's still a spoiler. Sorry, I guess if you didn't know that already. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Back to the weird news again. (laughs) This is wacky. Wacky. David Hasselhoff has been cast as David Hasselhoff in a new TV series called The Network. The plot sees Hasselhoff cast in a theater play in Germany only to be caught up in an international conspiracy of former Cold War assassins. So what? David Hasselhoff is playing David Hasselhoff. I in mean, this he TV never show. plays anybody else. He only plays David Hasselhoff. No, no, but the character in the show as well is David Hasselhoff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did that in the SpongeBob movie. Oh, that is true. Yeah. The uh, the cinema standard. Yeah. Is, it, uh, it, I did not movie? think he was relevant anymore. You know, after his whole ordeal of trying to sell that uh, giant thing of him from the SpongeBob movie that they write on. You know what I'm talking about? Sure, I know what you're... I didn't know he Yeah, he tried it. to... No, he tried selling it. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> okay. How much was it? Do you remember? <laughs> I don't remember. He was trying to sell it for, like, a lot of money, obviously. Sure. And somebody bid, like... A hilariously low amount and he didn't accept it i didn't know that actually yeah like he's not relevant anymore i'm sorry (laughs) like after that you can't even sell like something from the spongebob movie well see now i wonder if it was like life-size to him like you know six feet roughly or if it was like oversized to where it was like 10 20 feet long i don't i think it. i don't i don't remember i want to say it was like large though yeah okay but it looked awful. This next little bit of news makes me interested to see your reaction. Okay. Evan Peters has been cast as Jeffrey Dahmer in Ryan Murphy's limited series Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer Story for Netflix. Okay. Thoughts? All right. Yeah. I, yeah, you I can, can get down it. with that. Okay. I can get down with that. Uh, Who... Did it most recently. I think his name's Ross Ross Lynch. He was a Disney kid. I don't okay. know. They um but he was the most recent one for I think I thought that one was on Netflix as well. Hmm. Um there was a, a movie about him. I d I don't really remember. Um but he he was fine as Dahmer. But uh yeah, alright, Evan Peters. He yeah. can he can get creepy. What does that mean? I don't know. It made sense. He can get creepy. I don't. It made sense in my head. Okay. I thought you know, like I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer is a creepy person. Sure. So you know, he has to be played by a creepy actor. You think Evan Peters is creepy? No, I don't think he's creepy. I think he can get creepy. He can act creepy. There okay. we go. God, he can act creepily. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Just because of American Horror Story. Yeah, no, but like he can, he pulls it off really well. Like, uh, I mean, spoilers for American Horror Story if you have which season? I think it's four. I don't know the hotel season. That was like I five, remember. I think. I don't remember what season it is, but like he does a really good job playing like a serial killer character hmm. in in that. 
uh, season of American Horror Story. So I think I was always curious how. I think it was either season six or seven, but it was the one that was kind of about like the weird Donald Trump thing. Oh, the cult. Was it cult? Yeah, it was because I know he was in that, and yeah. he did a. I didn't watch that one. That one grossed me out a lot. Like I could grossed you out. Yeah, I couldn't. Hmm. It it made me think about real life too much oh yeah we need escapism <laughs> yeah like, i didn't want to watch it for sure but no like for me the only thing that i want addressed is i know like a big thing with like the the whole Dahmer thing was mm-hmm. how one of his victims escaped and he found yeah. the cops and the cops are like haha look at this crazy gay yeah. boy and yeah. just gave him back like yeah. i really hope we talk about how horrible yeah the cops were in this situation. Yeah. Well, isn't that an issue with like? I mean, we don't have to dive too far into it. We're I was gonna a, say I could, ha- I could ramble on about this for like three hours by itself. So don't get me in too deep here. <laughs> serial is the podcast name, right? For what? About serial killers. It's just called Serial, right? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. I was just saying we're not serial. Yeah. But isn't like a main issue? Not an issue, but like something that keeps frequently happening with serial killers is cops kind of. Yes. Let them, not let them, yes. but they do not help. Yes. Wasn't that an issue with, like, the, the Zodiac killer, too, I thought? Not the Zodiac. Well, I thought he was, him. like, no, no, but I thought he was, like, racially profiled to be, like, a black guy, so they never looked at white guys, and, like... Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's a that's an issue, but, I mean, like, Ed Kemper, who's was the, the co-ed killer, he hung out with cops in a bar and mm. was, like, buddy-buddy with them. And then he would go out and, like, kill all these co-eds. Yeah. And, yeah, like, cops have a tendency to just be like, ah, it's fine. And in the Jeffrey Dahmer case, the um, the boy was an Asian boy. And okay. so, and he didn't speak a lot of English. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And so they just gave him back to to Dahmer which was not great even though he was naked and handcuffed running around the street <laughs> so next, I'm excited for that yeah next fun bit of news <laughs> uh, on the train of violence oh. Steven Yun and Ali Wong will star in uh, Beef from Netflix and A24 it's written by Lee Sung Jin and it's a 10 episode series and it follows two people who let a road rage incident burrow into their minds and slowly consume their every thought and action. Oh my god. That's sounds fun. intense. That sounds great. It <laughs> sounds like a a better version of that Russell Crowe movie Unhinged. I think that's what it was called. We I think we saw trailers for it. Oh, it maybe. was like one of the I first movies to come back at theaters. It was okay. literally Russell Crowe was like following some woman and like just terrorizing her for like 2 hours. <laughs> oh my god. So crazy all right but that honestly sounds like a lot of fun yeah it does uh john wick 4 will begin filming this june and will no longer shoot back to back with john wick 5 uh the fourth film will take place in multiple locations including berlin japan paris and new york city so i just wanted to throw this in here just because we had watched john wick 3 actually semi-recently just a few months ago Mm -hmm. Uh, but i believe it came out in theaters like 2019 ish around there yeah um i didn't know they were making more of them honestly oh yeah yeah and i believe it's the same director who's doing everything uh that's about it we have for that though the next bit of news is is really cool i'm just really ignorant to it and i know you will be too so we Mm -hmm. can't elaborate maybe as much as i would want to uh but pierce brosnan has uh been cast to play dr fate in the dwayne johnson black adam movie 
So I, I think you're familiar with Dr. Fate, at least. Usually he has, like, the helmet on, the cape, maybe. You're giving er- me a blank stare. <laughs> a helmet and a cape, very descriptive. But, like, his whole thing is the helmet. Like, without the helmet, he's, like, a person. But, like, the the persona of Fate is, like, the helmet. It's like the helmet is possessed by the power. Okay. Essentially. So that's why... I feel like I know more about Black Adam. Do you? Because I don't. I'd love to hear your... Wait, I thought that was the the Egyptian guy. Yeah. Oh, so I thought. How, how well, much do you know No, that was him? it. That's not a lot. <laughs> it was more than I knew about this Dr. Fate guy. So you, you racially profiled Black Adam as that Egyptian guy. I'm sorry. Yikers. Isn't he like some ancient Egyptian type thing? No, yeah, he is. I'm just... Yeah, and he has like magical powers that he got from something in egypt yeah well it's the uh i think it was merlin but he it's the same wizard that shazam gets his powers right. from. right yeah see don't write me you hey didn't... i knew something she knew something give me props doubling back to movies getting pushed <laughs> back a little bit or rather pushed forward okay uh, spiral the book of saw mm-hmm. was supposed to be coming out on may 21st it will now come out in theaters only on May 14th. Mm. And Lionsgate came out with a quote and said, We are confident this film will kick off a robust summer movie-going season. So obviously Lionsgate has no interest in releasing on streaming, which no. every company is entitled yeah. to whatever they think whatever. will work best. I mean, we'll talk about nobody in a little bit here, but it was the first time we went to a movie since February of 2020. Yeah. So... Whatever a company thinks will work for them, I mean, more power to them. Yeah, go for it. Whatever you want to do. You know, we are blasting through this a lot quicker than I thought we were. Three more stories left for this week. Now, this this one's just fucking stupid. I'm going to lay the groundwork. All right. Pepsi and Peeps have created a marshmallow soda. No. (laughs) However. No. (laughs) This is the worst part. It is not called Peepsy. Well, then what the hell is it called? I don't know. It's literally just marshmallow-flavored Pepsi with, like, nice artwork on it. How do you miss the opportunity when it's right in front of your face? Okay, I have an issue with this. Before you get into your issue, (laughs) I just want to clarify, this will not be available in stores. It is only through a giveaway that Peeps and or Pepsi are running together. So you have to enter a giveaway, and then they will send you... What kind of publicity stunt is this? Is Pepsi really hurting that much? Because I don't think peeps are. Peeps only come around one time a year. You gotta get ready for Easter. Any way to stay relevant. Okay, no, but here's the thing. All right, so we went over last week. I work at a grocery store, right? So, like, I see the weird advertisements for these things. There is a Coke shipper in front of my bakery, and it bothers me. I don't know if any of you guys have tried this, but it's the Coke coffee. What? Yeah, it's Coke and it's coffee. Because the stupid shipper literally says on it, is it Coke? Yes. Is it coffee? Yes. And I don't understand it. It sounds absolutely disgusting to me. I mean, you know, I'm not a huge fan of soda to begin with, especially like Coke and Pepsi. I like cherry Coke and cherry Pepsi, but like the plain flavor, sorry, just not for me. So I cannot imagine mixing Coke with coffee and i feel like this is pepsi's comeback to that just like 
we're gonna go with peeps now because you went with coffee we'll also go with something ridiculous like what what is going on it's soda it's relevant always we live in america (laughs) why why do they need to do this if it was called peepsy i'd probably try to win it do you know how i mean hilarious (laughs) yeah i got peepsy yeah but they didn't go with that so what the hell pepsi i have beef come at me (laughs) So this is kind of what I mean where I say we just talk about whatever we want. <laughs> I saw this and I I think I saw it on Facebook too or some shit. It wasn't even on like yeah. film Twitter. And I was like, I gotta at least <laughs> I expose, don't understand. I gotta expose the world to this. I hate it. To double back on John Wick a little bit. Okay. Sony and PlayStation Productions are developing a Ghost of Tsushima movie with Chad Stahelski. Sorry who has directed all of the John Wick movies. So, a high-budget Ghost of Tsushima movie directed by the guy who's directed the John Wick movies. I am here for that. It's going to be great. I didn't play the game. You played the game. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I watched along, not through the whole thing, but through a lot of it. And that, my only thing is, they have to make that movie absu- absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. because the game was no for the sure. game was like the scenery and everything if they don't do that in the movie it's going to be disappointing i'll be honest i'm already really happy with how they're looking at it because people who have played the game the story is not super crazy right it's sort of like a redemption story yeah. you know trying to save your island it's right. pretty standard yeah fair but with getting the director behind the john wick movies it, it almost shows that they know like what this is like okay we don't need somebody who's Super right. well known for these like really in depth like yeah. stories. stories. Somebody who's going to give us yeah, somebody who's going to give us a great visual showcase right. of this kind of combat. So definitely, I'm really excited for that. As long as they get some of like the the fight coordinators, yeah, maybe from the John Wick movies. I yeah. mean, I don't know who's the best fight right. coordinators in Hollywood yeah. that type of thing, but I'm really excited that this is already yeah getting picked up because Ghost of Tsushima only came out in like June, right. So for a property to like so quickly turn around and try to be up on it, yeah. marketed like this, like wow. it's a really great idea. Yeah. And I forgive me, don't remember his name, uh, but the actor who played Jin mm-hmm. in Ghost of Tsushima, he looks just like him. So a lot of oh, people okay. are voting like for him yeah. to be. That Jin. would be cool. I mean, it's the same guy, literally. Yeah, if it's same, the same face, guy, yeah. same voice, everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, if he's able to do like the, like learn the the fighting style in real life. For sure, know, the combat. Which... Yeah, I'm not familiar with how. Yeah his uh, his background is but that would be cool yeah nice and the last bit of news for this week Mm -hmm. is gonna be just the suicide squad trailer oh yeah it came out it was great (laughs) i am shark uh, i actually put on our twitter we don't need any more movies this year just give us this and it's gonna be coming to hbo so we don't even have to go to theaters gonna be awesome so getting high as fuck and watching (laughs) suicide squad i'm kidding we'll watch it sober (laughs) okay but can i just say i'm so excited for king shark i didn't know of his existence until we watched the uh the harley quinn series Mm -hmm. um i love him I, okay, not sure about Sylvester Stallone as King Shark, but you know, just seeing him rip apart people. I think it'll fit the movie a lot better, because obviously with the the actor who I'm forgetting the name of, who played him in the Harley Quinn show, like, it's gonna be just how, like, a live-action shark looks (laughs) compared 
paired with that voice. Yeah. It just, it, I get it. It won't flow correctly. No. So I, I actually saw this on Twitter today and I yeah. retweeted it. James Gunn talked about how he got Sylvester Stallone <laughs> to play King Shark. Yeah. And James just said, like, he hit up Sylvester. He's yeah. like, hey, I have a character for you to play. He's like a big, chubby, overweight <laughs> shark that just eats people. Would you want to do it? And I guess Sylvester just laughed and he's like, anything for you, man. Oh, my God. That's Incredible. amazing. Amazing. I'm really excited. But for I mean, that aside movie. from that, I just love how you can still see the James Gunn brand of weirdness in this. Like, oh, yeah. I, I had seen him before in because there had been a previous trailer i believe mm-hmm. or maybe like a one minute trailer right but with weasel oh like yeah the, just literally licking whatever i believe is played by sean gunn who has been in the uh guardians movies and okay. he also does the mocap for rocket oh okay yeah so james usually gets his brother in yeah everything if he can for the yeah. most part but aside I mean, from that just to. yeah just like the overall tone like yeah. i'll be honest here i i didn't think the jokes are super funny like i'm not a fan <laughs> no. of like like dick and fart jokes and yeah. things like that. I mean, it's whatever, um, but but I just love the aesthetic that he's going for with yeah. this. Like just how much personality it has, and, and it's just like chaos. Yeah, which is what it's supposed to be. Like the trailer gave off big chaotic energy, and I am here for that. And if we have any Starro stands who are listeners, <laughs> I am. Starro. I don't know a single thing about Starro other than he's a giant. You just kept saying, "Oh my God, it's Starro!" And I so was like, "What? So cool. is this just a giant evil starfish?" And you're like, yeah. "Yeah, basically." And he's the first thing that the Justice League fought together. Yeah, I believe it was Justice League of America number mm-hmm. one is the first ever JL comic. Yeah. But on the front cover, they're fighting Starro. I just love this it. Giant it's evil. ridiculous. And I think what he does too, I've seen screenshots as well. I think he does like sort of a mind control thing. Okay. To where he'll somehow like <laughs> maybe asexually reproduce, and there's yeah. like little starfishes that like <laughs> cover your face and like brainwash you. Dude, Starro is I so fucking cool. That. I love that. And I love how, I'm not sure who the actor was, but when he just said, is that a kaiju? Yeah. Like we're getting just. Yeah. Like. We're getting so goofy with it, Amazing. and I'm so excited to see it. And yeah, I'm glad definitely. some of the returning characters are back. For sure. I didn't care for uh, Joel Kinnaman, I believe, who played Rick Flagg in the original Suicide oh, right. Squad movie. I didn't care for him too much. Yeah. He was fine. But I'm glad to see Margot Robbie back. Yeah. Obviously, Idris Elba's a powerhouse. Yep. John Cena looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I was the time. It's the polo and the short bicycle shorts, and this man... <laughs> That we shirt... watched the trailer and I was like, is that John Cena? That shirt will what rip at any that? second. Like some of those screenshots of him yeah. sitting, his yeah. arms are as big as some of their heads. Some of those other characters. It's, it's ridiculous. Re- but insane. we have to talk about the most important character. Digger. All right. Be careful here. Why? Digger is not to be talked about. Why? I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, why? No, that's fine. Captain Boomerang. See, the only reason Digger like sticks out in your mind so much is because in the original Suicide Squad. I was right. Yeah. And you were wrong. Yeah. In the original. (laughs) I hold on to this. 2016 Suicide Squad. Yes. You had somehow grabbed that his name was Digger when they said it like once and. It's like once at the beginning of the movie where they're like showing their files on the movie screen for like 0.2 seconds. Yeah. And I don't know why in my mind. He was just Digger for the rest of the movie. Just stuck. And after the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, Digger. Mm-hmm. And you were like, that's not his name. And I was like, they said it was his name. And it wasn't until, like, we rewatched it that 
we saw. No, we we have never rewatched. Oh, it. we didn't rewatch it. No, I think I just googled it. Oh, or something. But like I that. was right. Yeah, I was right. I admit you were right. <laughs> His name was Digger. Oh yeah. But Suicide Squad looks great. Yeah. The Suicide Squad, yes. rather, because it's not yes. Suicide Squad. It is the. And Viola Davis coming back, she's a great actress. Oh yeah, for I'm really sure. happy that Glad they're to see she's back. some of these returning characters. Obviously, it's not the same universe. It's still just being able to pull in people who have yeah. portrayed these characters and don't have to worry about. I recasting. think she's great. So. Yeah. Well, that's it for the news this week. Whoa! I guess we can talk about Falcon Winter Soldier. I guess we could. So we're gonna get into Falcon Winter Soldier episode two. Uh, we're going to give like our general thoughts, uh, overall review, and then we're going to get into spoilers because I'm not sure about you too much, but there's some spoilery things that I want to talk about. Yeah. Specifically uh, things that happen that yeah. I don't want to fully talk about. Right. Uh, characters, don't want to spoil anybody on, so please go watch Falcon Winter Soldier Episode 2. Definitely. Really great, honestly. Yeah. I still think it's on par with how Episode 1 was. Yeah. Uh, I really... The, the only complaint that I had, it's like a, a minor storytelling thing that I'll get into into spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's sort of more of a nitpick. I just thought that the way it was yeah. handled in it, uh, it was just strange. Yeah. I thought it was strange. Um, but overall, it's good to see some more of these characters being fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at the end of episode one, uh, we see John Walker, who right. is playing Captain America now. We get some more of that. We get him actually interacting with Falcon and Bucky. And yeah seeing how they play off of him and how much they're not a fan of him. Yeah, exactly. Understandably so. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. To just have some essentially random military man to yeah. take over your friend's your mantle friends. who's been doing yeah. it for <laughs> almost 100 years. Right. It's understandable why they would be upset react about it. Way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I enjoyed it overall. I guess it, it's hard to talk about without getting into spoilers because yeah. this episode specifically. It had a, a good bit of moments with certain characters, and I yeah. just don't want to... It definitely was... I mean, the the first episode, obviously, was just a lot of setup. So sure. this episode is when stuff, like, actually starts happening. So, yeah, there there's a, there's quite a bit of stuff that, that happened. But, yeah. And I think what gets to me, though, is there's a, a good bit of social commentary. Yeah, there is. Spoilery, so we don't want to fully talk about, but it's... Um, I guess just more interesting that we've never seen Marvel tackle this kind of thing. Yeah. With talking about real world issues. We got a little mm-hmm. bit of it in episode one. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have watched it when Sam went to the bank with his sister, mm-hmm. there was like some obvious issues with they weren't qualified for it. And, right. You know, they reference certain things. And yeah, I, I'm still trying to be vague in case people yeah, haven't in watched case episode people haven't one. Seen it. Yeah. So, uh, Overall, your thoughts? I thought it was a good episode. Um, like I said, it's when stuff actually starts happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very interested still to see where the story goes. Sure. It, um, and like we talk about talked about last week, uh, I wasn't super excited for this show, um, but it's it still definitely has my interest. So I'm excited to see where it goes from here. And I don't feel like it's a really fair comparison, but between episode one and two of this versus WandaVision. Yeah. I mean, I would say this is... More grass attention-grabbing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to talk about because I I really do like WandaVision. Yeah, me too. And I like the attention that they give to, like, a different way of storytelling. 
but it's For sure. it, it's really hard to compare. Yeah, they're both Marvel things, but just, yeah. you really can't it's, compare them in yeah, a fair way. It's two different styles of superheroes. So. Yeah. So for episode two, big thumbs up. We're going to give it looking respectfully. Yeah, I am looking look respectfully. respectfully. Yeah. Still workshopping a better <laughs> thing until we do. It's going to be look. I am looking respectfully versus I pretend I do not see. Yeah. That's so it look for respectfully. Now. Yeah. Looking very respectfully. <laughs> Uh, we'll give you a few seconds. We're going to get into spoilers for episode two, Falcon Winter Soldier. And all right, that's it. Yeah. Um, I hate John Walker. Me too. U.S. agent is the biggest fucking shithead. <laughs> he's Sorry, he's Captain America. He's awful. not U.S. agent yet, but I, Whatever. I despise this man. He's horrible. I do not understand. I haven't looked too much into it, what the, what the overall reception is, but... If anybody legitimately likes this character, I don't understand how. If yeah. you're out there, please let us know. We can always talk about it next week because Falcon I Winter guess. Soldier will still be going on for another month. Yeah. Another month or so. Yeah, no, John Walker is the worst human. Yeah. Uh, no respect. Absolutely zero respect for him. Well, see, what, what gets to me is like, sure, I understand how he would behave like a soldier like obviously he's yeah he's he, a very decorated soldier they've That's reiterated they that he chose him for captain america they have reiterated that he's like physically perfect more or less yeah. without being a super soldier type thing yeah so it, it's understandable why they would pick him and, right you know i get it why you know you would start feeling like you were the best yeah and while we did discuss a little bit in episode two uh him talking with Forget his actual name, but the superhero name is Battlestar. I thought he said his name was Lamar Hos- Hoskins. Lamar? Okay. I, I forgot. I, I just, I cling to the name Battlestar yeah, more Battle so Star. just because it's, it's, it's so like... It's such a old. weird name. Yeah. <laughs> but we did see a little bit of conversation between that to where yeah. John doesn't feel like he can do this. Right. And I agree. Yeah, me too. But it's... um stupid head it's shown like throughout at the very least episode two by itself how he's starting to become a bit more arrogant oh and, yeah for sure like even by the ending of episode yeah. two uh when he had interacted with sam and bucky yeah when he got them out of jail prison whichever yeah. um he had said like stay out of my way type thing yeah which, it's just like the audacity of this man yeah to, like who are you to... you just got chose by the government yeah and like he just demands respect from everybody immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta work your way in. I mean, I got my theories to where it's gonna go, roughly. Yeah. Um, in the comics, uh, John Walker becomes U.S. agent. Right. He typically does have super strength, like super soldier serum type stuff. Right. Uh, my theory is that he'll eventually... He's either currently working with the... I forget what the group is called. The the Flag Smashers. Yeah. The group is called the Flag yeah. Smashers. He's either already secretly like working, working with, with them. them, or he's gonna get to them before Sam and Bucky do, and, and he's gonna take make the them. Serum. He's yeah. gonna make them give it to him essentially, yeah. so he can become yeah. cap level. I mean, like we know at the very least, like he's not gonna walk out of this show as no. the new Captain America. No, like, absolutely not. He can't. He pulled a gun on somebody. I mean, all right. Here's the thing. I I understand like the the gun I thing. Snorted. Sorry. Snorted. I'm sorry. Um, I understand the gun argument. Like, I do, legitimately. Yeah. And I did think the same way, too. But in Captain America 1, he does use a gun 
when fighting the Nazis, which, you know, you can argue he was in a World War II setting yeah. and he hasn't used guns right. since then, I believe, in yeah, the MCU. Yeah, exactly. Could he be wrong. pull out guns and shoot people on, on the yeah. uh, in every movie. So that was just very surprising to see somebody that's supposed to be Captain America, like, just pull a gun out and shoot somebody. Very, I mean, like, wow. At the same time, too, if you want to draw comparisons, um, we haven't seen them yet in the show, though. Yeah. But I know in Winter Soldier, where Falcon is first introduced, he has, like, dual Uzis mm-hmm. that he'll shoot. And I would assume that those aren't rubber bullets. Right. Uh, we haven't seen those in a while. So yeah. it's possible that they've kind of phased them out. Right. Just with the character's uh, costume. And obviously, he's focusing a lot more on using Red Wing as, yeah. like, his his eyes or his weapons or right. stuff like that. So it's For understandable sure. if they're kind of... Yeah, I, I guess that's true. It was just very shocking in the moment. No, I, I totally agree. I, I felt the same way at first, too. Yeah. Like, I just thought... Oh my, I was yeah, like, this... why? You can't do that. You're Captain America. Yeah. So. But really good, honestly. Um, I'm hoping the writers are leaning towards you're supposed to dislike him. Yeah, I think they are. I mean, it, it's They're hard... setting him up pretty hard for it. Yeah, it, it's hard to like him in more of a, you know... Oh, I mean, obviously he's not going to be Cap at the end of this, but it's right. harder to, like, respect him as, like, you know, like, he's still a good person, and, like, I, I don't see any redeeming qualities no, in him, though. me neither. But, uh, shout-outs to, it's Wyatt Russell, right? Yeah. Yeah, Wyatt's doing a great job. Oh, yeah. And I did actually see an article that he had originally auditioned as Captain America. Like, oh, that really? was his first acting oh audition. My so it's cool That's that it, awesome. it kind of comes back around yeah. in a way to where he's playing fake Cap, right. if you want to argue. Yeah. That, but oh, that's pretty cool. I think I already kind of see the, the train of where the show's going. Yeah. I think it's going to potentially cover just uh, them butting heads more. Right. Falcon and Bucky and um, John butting heads more. And then eventually we're going to get into uh, more Zemo-type stuff, because he's mm-hmm. teased at the end of it. So... Um, I guess I don't have any theories on what info they would want from Zemo other than just knowing about some of the the Hydra stuff. Right. Which Hydra obviously, or maybe not obviously, I think they had their own super soldier serum right. of, of sorts. Yeah. The last thing that I wanted to cover about this, though, is the social commentary that they, mm-hmm. they had. Because I think this is really important. So... The character's name, I believe, was Isaiah. I forget his last name. But he was the quote-unquote original Captain America. Yeah. So the way that I kind of gathered it, it was Cap was on ice after World right. War II, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, they had found him. They found him in modern day. Mm-hmm. He had just been frozen under yeah. the ice the whole time because they didn't know where the ship was. Right. So Isaiah had essentially taken over as Cap. Right. And he had been given the same soldier serum yep and he had the same responsibilities he was fighting in these wars Uh, i think bucky had said that they met in the korean war originally and then he eventually comes home and he's treated like a criminal yep and they send him to jail for what like 30 years i believe it was 30 years and he said that he was experimented on by like the government and we didn't say it but isaiah is black yeah the character is black man yeah so it's really eye-opening that they would go this route because it is like a great thing to really talk about i mean around that time period you have a black man who's that strong and who's doing that kind of thing it's like all right you're gonna be just yeah you have human pincushion for 30 years till we figure out how to get it from you and give it to a better person exactly better and right you know 
Uh, and then, see, this was my only issue with the episode. It was when Sam and Bucky had had their conversation with Isaiah. They didn't really see eye to eye on certain topics. Right. But Sam and Bucky were arguing in the street. Yeah. And I believe they had said that Isaiah was hiding out in, like, Baltimore. Yeah, they were kind of in a in a rundown neighborhood. Sure. So, obvious. I mean, you could tell that it was a pretty, like, predominantly black area. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, Sam... they have, like, an interaction with, like, some black kids on the way into this. Oh, yeah. The house My dad says you're the black falcon. <laughs> so, does that make you the black kid? Yeah, that was pretty good. I do like that stuff like good. that. Yeah, so, like, they're obviously in, like, a lower income area, like, predominantly black. Um, and then they're arguing in the street. And then, uh, yeah, the cops show up. Yeah, the the cops they they do the whole they go to Bucky and they're like, "Is this man bothering yep. you?" They do, and it's real. Like yeah. I can't. Yeah, I no. Can't the one cop it. is just yelling at Sam the whole time. Give me your ID, and Sam's yeah. saying, "I don't want to give you my ID." And Bucky's like, "Just give him your ID." Like in that moment, like for what would you give him the ID? And and so this keeps going on. They're yelling back and forth until another officer steps in and kind of whispers to the other guy, like, don't you know who that is? And he tells him and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, you're the Falcon. Didn't realize. Um, But yeah, like he totally just racially profiled him right away. (laughs) And it'd be like the same thing if like, say like a football player was arguing with a white guy and exactly and it's like oh because you're popular or you're wealthy or whatever we'll sorry we're sorry about that like it's i i loved how they incorporated it and to go back on what i said was my issue i have no issue with this at all what i thought was strange was um due to this like them having a conflict with the cops Uh, The cops come back and they had told Bucky that because he skipped his mandatory therapy, Mm -hmm. then he had to be arrested. Yeah. And I just, I thought it was weird that the only reason the story continued was because Sam was racially profiled. Yeah. And they had like an argument. Yeah. Like, I just thought that was strange personally. It was a weird way to, to drive the plot forward, but I think they did it. I, I like the fact they're adding the social commentary in there because I think there was something else. I can't really remember off the top of my head. But about them saying that, uh, um, that something about the blip happening again and how it had, had changed the world and how the world was still trying to recover from this and everything. And that's the whole reason the flag smashers are even there Sure, is because they want the world to be how it was during the blip. Um, so we're actually seeing like some real world stuff going on, which is really interesting to see because we don't see a whole lot of that in the movies. I mean, there just isn't really time for it all the time. But with this, we're kind of delving into the, the real world topics more. So it's really interesting to see. And like I had said, it's the first time Marvel's really done something this like real. I mean, usually, yeah, definitely. I get it. In movies, there's not really time for right. this kind of thing but yeah. i really appreciate that the writers are taking the time to yeah it's important especially with um obviously in the comics like falcon becomes captain america at some point and right we don't know how that's going to pan out on the show yet but right it's great to take this time to kind of talk about black people in america whether you're yeah. a superhero or not yeah you're still gonna Sometimes get racially profiled it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah I think that's about it for falcon winter soldier though i think so we are gonna transition to our review of nobody nobody and i want to get your take on this before we get into it yeah 
I don't know if we have to do a non-spoiler and a spoiler. Nothing happened this. in this movie. That's what I mean. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm glad that you said that, though. Because if you've seen John Wick, you've essentially seen this movie. And yeah. it's like, if you watch John Wick, like, what could you spoil? Like, his well, dog dies, and that's why he does this. Yeah, that's why he does it. And exactly. then he kills the bad guys until the credits roll. Like, that's it. That's yeah, that's essentially what this... More or less, yeah. like, what happens with nobody. So we're going to give you guys, like, a bit of a heads up here. Um, we're just gonna I will talk say, about... though, if you want to give it a try, go, I'd suggest go watching it. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, just before we get into stuff. Sure. Just, uh, I thought it was fine. I'm not a big action movie person. Uh, I think we talked about that, you know, last week with Justice League. So, going into this, I wasn't... I, I like the John Wick movies. Um, oh, I do too, of course. So, you know, I was kind of going into this like, eh, whatever. Um, but I... I enjoyed it enough, you know, <laughs> it was fine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's like an outstanding movie, but I would look respectfully. Look respectfully? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd say the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I'd, I'd rather kind of talk about everything as like one big chunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's such a, it's not a weird movie. It's just, you can't really spoil it. Yeah. It's not like with Justice League, like obviously there's like certain there's plot certain points. stuff and certain characters show up and everything that like, it's a big deal but with this it's just basically like we said like with john wick kind of like a revenge type story yeah this is the same like with thing. stuff like this it's hard to, it'd be like if you're trying to spoil like taken like yeah. taken the whole thing starts because somebody takes liam neeson's daughter right, and yeah. then he kills people and then she comes <laughs> back like, right that's, yeah that's you can't <laughs> That's not it's like, hard to, to spoil things that happen it's not like oh it's like some huge revelation yeah or whatever, <laughs> like know? it's just this is just another one of those stories. Sorry for taking spoilers from 2008, by the way. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that movie. I didn't give a fair warning on that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I guess I'd give it like a... I'm looking respectfully as well, too. Yeah. But we're going to dive into it right now, guys. So if you don't want to hear anything about this movie, um, hopefully we'll see you next week. So yeah. nobody, nobody is a movie. Um, for me... Bob Odenkirk really carried the movie. I was just about to say that. He made it, the movie. <laughs> if it was any other actor, like, around, you know, I mean, Bob Odenkirk isn't really a household name. If it was anyone else around this, like, type of yeah. popularity, I guess, yeah. I probably wouldn't care too much. But, right. like, he's a he's a great actor. Yeah, I like, agree. I agree. I haven't gotten through all of uh, Better Call Saul. I only got through season one, and mm. I really like that. Yeah. I, I had heard that it started, like, dipping a little bit, but, mm. like, recently, if it's either season five or six that's currently going to be coming out next, yeah. uh, I've heard current Saul is great. Uh-huh. And obviously, Saul on Breaking Bad was, right. he's a great actor, and yeah. he, we looked it up, he did, like, a sketch comedy yeah. show from, like, the, the late 90s. I got it confused with Tim and Eric. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched Tim and Eric, and or neither of us have, and know. we haven't watched the the Bob Odenkirk show, but yeah, kind of the same like sketch comedy yeah. type thing. But I mean, I convinced my dad to watch Nobody just by saying Bob Odenkirk was in it. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, he, shout out, Dad. <laughs> he is like has enough star power to warrant like, okay, I'll go see the movie because yeah. of him, and that's how I feel about yeah. it. Like, if it was another, I guess I'd say like B yeah. tier celebrity. Right. I don't want to shit on Bob Odenkirk. I love the man. No, he's great, but. He's not, like, a Keanu Reeves, obviously, with John Wick type thing. I'm sure a lot of people went to that just because Keanu was in another movie. Yeah. So it's really a hard movie to spoil, like we had talked about. Yeah. The the basic plot is, and it's in the trailers. uh, Yeah. Two people break in, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and 
Bob Odenkirk doesn't really do anything about it. Uh, right. His character's name is Hutch. Yeah. Hutch Mansell? Massell? Man- Mansell. Mansell. Something like Man- that. Mansell, I think Mansell. is how it was pronounced. So they break into Hutch's house, essentially. He doesn't do anything, and, you know, the cops are like, oh, well, I would have done something type thing. Which and... I think is ridiculous, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> cops encouraging violence. <laughs> That's what I was like. The, well, because the one cop, I'm sorry, just side rant here for sure. a second. The one cop looks at him, he's like, you did the right thing, you know, by not smashing someone's head in with a golf club. Right. Um, And then the other cop looks at him, he's like, well, if it was my family, I would have done something. And it's like, what? It's not really what you say to what? someone You're who, a cop. who Shut literally up. just had a break-in. Yeah, right. But the, the thing is, is that, you know, that he would have arrested him for assault charges for smashing someone's head in. But, yeah. you know, like, oh, I would have done it. Okay, whatever. All right, rant over. No, you're good. So in the trailers, obviously he doesn't do anything. And then the kind of driving force for the movie is his daughter has said that her kitty cat bracelet is missing. Yeah. And this kind of sets him off because, you know, he gave them the money, uh, his watch, I think maybe his ring. No, he didn't give him He didn't the give ring. the ring. Right. Because he didn't want to. The wedding yeah. ring. Because he's married. Yeah. Um, but this kind of sets him off because they took his daughter's kitty cat bracelet right. and like you get it like yeah. you know it'd be... and she was real upset about it yeah so it, it would justify like why he would want to get back into it because again based on the trailers you can tell he's a john wick type yeah somebody who was in the life got out and is just trying to live a normal life and that's the beginning of the movie actually <laughs> hits a little hard because it's very like real life it just shows him doing the same routine the every mundane. day of the week um yeah, so he's, he's living a, you know, quote-unquote normal life, um, but it's really mundane, you can tell. He has a very strict routine that he follows that you can tell that he's not really into it. And so, yeah, when this happens, he's like, all right, the kitty cat bracelet is the line. Right. <laughs> That's the line. Don't touch the kitty cat bracelet. And, like, you get it and why it would justify yeah. him trying to do something to this Especially extreme. Especially after to... all these people are telling him, too, basically that, you know, he's a wuss for not smacking somebody's head in. Sure. When they broke into his house. Like, he's getting told by the cops, by his other family members, by, you know, a bunch of people around him. Like, oh, well, why didn't you do anything about it? Why didn't you do anything about it? So, yeah, he just kind of snaps. Yeah. And this is just kind of the crux of him reawakening in a way yeah to being back to his because he says that he was uh, an auditor right which basically meant he was like a third party working yeah. for cia fbi type things yeah. and when they didn't want people to be alive anymore they would Suck hit him, him up in. like his yeah. literal the, the name of the movie comes from his file name in mm-hmm. like the fbi's database yeah. is just nobody nobody like right. Uh, a character who you said was uh, Jim Rash. Yeah, it's a deed from Community. Yeah, Jim Rash is still getting work, which I'm so happy to see. (laughs) I saw him and I was like, oh yeah. And it kind of works out because it's uh, he gets kind of blackmailed because he gets some uh, like perverted pictures sent of of him. Yeah. And the person's like, if you don't give me this file on on this Hutch Mansell guy, like I'm going to release these to your family. And I was like, Ah, still the same character, huh? Still the same Dean. <laughs> He's still the same Dean. <laughs> if you know about the peanut wrap, you're a real one. <laughs> um, please check it out on YouTube if Love you're not familiar. Uh, the Dean's peanut wrap. That should bring it up. Yeah. I'm sure. It's um, amazing. But yeah, essentially his name uh, in the database, if you try to 
look up Hutch Mansell. It was nobody. Uh, super unknown. I wouldn't say he's in like witness protection, but there's clearly some sort of agreement between the government and yeah, his but, life now. Yeah. So it. This is where I get to the point where it's like there's not a lot to spoil because he tries to get the kitty cat bracelet back, yeah. and then he's just kind of activated to want to be violent right. in a way. And some shitheads come on, like, a public bus that he's taking, which yeah. this is in the trailer, too, I remember. Yeah, it is. And I would argue that that bus scene, if you've seen the trailer, is the best action scene of the movie. That's me personally. I think so. Yeah. Because it showed, like, a lot more hand-to-hand combat. Uh, there there was, like, three big action scenes, I would say. It was yeah. that, when they break into his house, yep. and then the ending at the his ending. warehouse. Yeah. But he just... He beats up people. He beats up the wrong person. Yep. He's the brother of some Russian, uh, a Russian who was holding guy. the the, the Obshak. Obshak. Yeah. Which is basically they said it was like Russia's social security. So it's like millions and millions of dollars that are constantly transferred around. Yeah. Um. Obviously a person of power. So they try to get him back. I was gonna say get Saul. Get Saul back. <laughs> I just, you see Bob Odenkirk and it's just Saul right Saul. away. Saul. Uh, they try to get back at him. He's a John Wick type, so. Yep. And right around, like, the halfway point of the movie, uh, I believe, because we didn't say this, uh, Christopher Lloyd is in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's his, yeah, your he's, favorite uh, part. <laughs> Hutch's dad. Christopher Lloyd is obviously old. Yes. So um, that's, he plays Hutch's dad, and he's in this nursing home. Yeah. And for me, like, once I realized that there were no more stakes for yeah. any main character. Yeah was when uh, two probably like early 30s Russian guys bust into his <laughs> the nursing, nursing home. home with guns yeah. and Christopher Lloyd's what like 80 yeah, I don't 70 know. something like that He's old. he somehow beat the both of them because they were about to shoot him and he puts his finger in between the <laughs> like um, on the hammer of the gun the hammer and like the actual cylinder yeah. where it would, like fire so it can't fire and then fire. he he shotguns someone else from close range doesn't break his arm or anything like no, that no he's just chilling in his chair he's fine and then he shot somebody else in like the stomach yeah. i think and then like he held his mouth closed until he so that the nurse didn't know that anything was happening when they ran in yeah it was just goofy yeah and, and like i said like past that point i kind of knew that bob odenkirk's gonna be fine yeah. christopher lloyd's gonna be fine like nothing Nothing happens. They have plot armor. Yeah, they have plot armor. Yeah. Huge plot armor. Yeah. Yeah, after that, it did get a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, but not too goofy. You don't that think it, so? That it wasn't, like, enjoyable. Yeah, see, I don't not enjoy it. It's just, like, past a certain point, it's hard to feel invested when you're like, oh, well, this yeah. guy will be fine at the end of it. Yeah, it's just getting to A to true. B, and yeah. we have to... Like, what we have to look forward to is, like, good fight sequences. Right. And when, like I said, when I argue that the best one was the first one, it kind of gets to a point where it feels like it's dragging. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'll agree with that. I, I got to the point where I was kind of, like, looking around the theater. I was kind of bored. Yeah, which... there was a couple points where I was kind of losing it a little bit. Yeah. I, I definitely, I don't think it's an amazing, like, great movie, but I think, I think it's a fine movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're in the mood for, like, another John Wick-style yeah. movie... Yeah, I mean, kinda... if you're into that, definitely give it a watch. Yeah. Um, I do have to say, I know we talked about this, and I know that you say, like, you don't notice it as much. The score for this movie was just all over the place, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna let her talk about this, but 
for me, you're never going to really hear me talk about score or the soundtrack or stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, for me, it just doesn't stick. I don't notice it. I'm yeah. more like stuck on the visuals than right. like noticing the music going on. I, yeah. I do remember the Randy Newman, right? The Randy Newman <laughs> Yeah, song. it's just, yeah. what so, a wonderful world. Nope, that's copyright. <laughs> no, it's my, uh, it's my cover of it, so. Okay. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I into... just I just thought the score was a little goofy. Um, it's very like loud, like classic songs that are playing that just didn't really fit the moment. And they would they were so loud, like the whole scene would kind of like go into like the slow mo sequence while like this song is just blaring, and it just it seems very out of place for like an action movie. Um, you know, you can have, like, your slow-mo sequence with, like, a loud, you know, like, slower song playing, whatever. But it happens multiple times in this movie, and I just thought that that was kind of weird. Um, yeah. It just, I felt like it was very out of place for it to just keep reoccurring. Uh, like I said, you can have it, like, once, but this, I, I just think it did it too often. Like, every time, like, something major happened, it would the song would blare and then we'd go into like a slow-mo sequence for a couple minutes and then the movie would move on. Yeah. I don't want to fault the movie too much for this, but I, I felt like the theater we, we were in the mixing yeah. was like strange. Like I know you had said the music was like a bit overwhelming yeah. for me. I felt like some of the action scenes, they didn't feel as like punchy yeah. as they should. It like felt a little dull, yeah. which was strange because when we watched the trailers beforehand, everything sounded fine. Yeah. But it's like when the actual movie was starting, yeah, it, it was a little strange. Dropped so off a little bit. Not so. sure what that was all about, but my other thing that uh, I had about this movie was just that you don't, not that you necessarily need a lot of backstory for a movie like this, but you get the backstory like as the movie's going on sure um which is fine um but it just leaves like questions i guess like he clearly has you know had this life in the past where he kills a bunch of people he says you know i just wanted to live a normal life um there's a little sequence where he says something about he you know tried to shoot this guy the guy was like begging for his life so he let him go and then a year later he ended up in Boise Idaho yeah um and so like his whole thought process was well I can do that like I can leave the life and be fine um but you don't get that until like halfway through the movie so like there's and he's talking to this guy through a radio at points in the movie and like you can tell that they know each other and they know of like what happened in the past and the the guy on the other side of the radio says like that he's you know officially dead so he's in hiding um but you have no idea why and later on in the movie you see a a picture of um the dad in the nursing home with like these two younger boys one of them being the hutch hutch's character and then one of them being this guy on the other side of the radio mm-hmm. Um, it's implied they seem like they're like adopted yeah like adopted brothers or something so it just it leaves some some questions i guess at least at least for me it did so some questions about the backstory and like the intentions and everything but again like you don't really need something like that for a movie like this uh but that was that was just my one little little gripe was that 
it seemed kind of confusing at first because you're like, what's going on? Yeah. And I don't want to make it seem like like I'm shit talking it. Like, no. Uh, it's not as good as John Wick, so forget about it. Like, no. A movie like this is literally in the same area as yeah. John Wick. So if you're in the mood for something like that, like. Definitely give it a watch. Yeah. I don't think. Like, again, I don't think it was a bad movie. I don't think it was a great movie, but I, I enjoyed it. I found it enjoyable overall. So, and honestly, at the end, when it got goofy, I was just laughing through the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> I would just, I couldn't take it because every time the old man would come, <laughs> come on screen, he was like waddling around strapped to the nines with shotguns. And I was like, what is going on right now? Yeah. Christopher Lloyd didn't look, he looked like he didn't know where he was. <laughs> he was just stumbling around with shotguns on his hips. Like he had like this final heart to heart with, um hutch yeah before like the bad guys broke in and christopher lloyd just said nonsense yeah. it just sounded like garbled words <laughs> yeah. and like i no clue what he was supposed to be saying i don't saying. know if and they let like, him improv or what like it was just <laughs> he was there physically mentally uh i mean he's old <laughs> you sure. can't you can't fault him too much yeah but yeah the end for me just got a little goofy but I, overall again it wasn't a bad story yeah and we apologize, like, it's just, with something like this, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Nah, it's, not really. The majority of it just comes down to the action scenes, like, the the basic, basic story, which yeah. is just to help get characters from point A to point B. Right. Like, it's, a lot of it is just him going around and killing people, people, or yeah. <laughs> when they come to his house, and then just, like, this con- yeah. constant train of going of just essentially yeah. to get from But that's location. what this type of movie is supposed to be, so... Sure. If you like that. And I believe the director was the same one who did Hardcore Henry. Oh, right. Yeah, out, you said that. Which came out, I believe, 2013, 14. And it was that first person action type movie. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would almost similar to like a, a video game type thing where like you're supposed to be the main character. Right. Type. So uh, I think that's it for yeah, nobody. That's really about it. I mean, yeah. it definitely. I mean, we started off with Justice League which was a four hour long movie. So we had a lot to talk about, but we're not always going to have that much to, to say about a movie. I mean, these are our thoughts, I guess, you know, that's that it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I guess I would give this, uh, I am looking respectfully, but I would just barely for me. I just, I feel like it's like right at that threshold. Yeah. For me, I started getting bored, you know, Mm-hmm. Maybe if you have a few drinks, watch this at home, yeah. like you might enjoy it more right. type thing. But I know, again, when I was talking to my dad about this movie, my dad likes action movies, you know, and so I said, I, you know, I think you'd like it. If you like action movies, I would definitely look at it respectfully. If you're not as into it, I'd still give it a try. I'd give it a try. It wasn't, I, again, I'm not a super big action movie person, but I still found it enjoyable. So sure. look respectfully. Look respectfully. Yeah. I guess that's it for that's most it of the show. For nobody, yeah. And for nobody, yeah. Um, so in case you guys are going to be taken off now, next week we're going to be covering Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah. I'm actually really excited about Me that. Me too. Um, I'm not super into like the normal Godzilla movies. We watched King of Monsters a few months ago for yeah. the first time. It wasn't too bad. No. I enjoyed it for the most part. Me too. Not really a fan of 2014 Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But I really love Kong Skull Island. Oh, like too. I un- unironically really enjoy Chef's that movie. Kiss. 
haven't seen it for a few years, but no. I, I did really enjoy it. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see him back and both of them back, and hopefully the human characters do not ruin it too much. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Before we go, though, we got a bit of fan mail, which we oh, referenced yeah. in the beginning. So, this is coming from our friend Nicole. Hi! Hi, Nicole. How are you? Are you asking me how no, I am? No, I was asking her. I figured. Okay. <laughs> so, Nicole emailed us, and that's going to be at hst1pod at gmail.com. That's hst1, like just the number, pod at gmail.com. Or the same at Twitter, hst1pod. So if you want to follow us, DM us questions for the show, or yeah. email us, please feel free. Questions, comments, concerns. We're still learning, so... We are still learning. You got some suggestions, advice about us talking, sound, please let us know. Yeah, uh, actually for this one, I'm going to boost up the audio a bit mm-hmm. from last time. So if you guys notice like a good difference, please let me know if it sounds better uh, in this format, or if it sounded better last week. Yeah. Just... Uh, Give us a message. What So, getting into Nicole's message, yeah. she had said, uh, So, Kenny, I'm obsessed with Kingdom Hearts since it came out in 2003. Uh, have I played it? Uh, if you have, uh, what are your thoughts on the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3? I have so many thoughts, but I have no idea where they're headed next. I recently started the journey again, and I'm playing through Kingdom Hearts 1 again. So, unfortunately, I've never played the Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, I've always been curious about it, and I know Sony's done a really good job, and Square Enix have done a good mm-hmm. job of keeping it on like modern platforms. I right. know the PS4 has the Kingdom Hearts collection, which I think has like every game, mm-hmm. like even the PSP ones. Um, I think PSP ones were the the games because some of them were only available on handhelds. Right. So I've been curious on going through that. Honestly, it's just been like a really obtuse franchise. Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, though, Kingdom Hearts 3, I, I actually almost got it, even though I knew nothing about <laughs> it. I was like, this seems kind of cool, right? so well, I, I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't, just because I would have been lost. Right. <laughs> like, I know people who, once, like, reviews started coming out, they're like, yeah, like, you need to know about Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. lore to... Because it's been a while since, like, a mainline game came out, because I think Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, like, PS2? Right. 3? I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's been quite a while, so. Uh, she also went on to ask... Uh, sorry, <laughs> lost my place. Uh, she went on to say that she's been also playing Cyberpunk and Death Stranding. Uh, Cyberpunk is alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually just barely finished it, just because I got it on the PS5. Uh, PS4 version, but upgraded. Uh-huh. It's just not a finished yeah game unfortunately (laughs) unfortunately so i had a decent time with it i hope you're enjoying it though Uh, it's definitely a fun ride if you are okay with like certain issues that it has or if you're playing it on pc right i think the pc version is like far superior to the console version from what i remember and uh, death stranding is great good choice really good uh realm of games there yeah honestly death stranding is super fucking weird oh yeah but i watched a, you play that game yeah so. it's a great time i actually yeah. have the uh i got the collector's edition oh yeah the little baby yeah i got the the bb pod <laughs> so it lights up it's super adorable yeah and people are all weirded out when they come into our house because we just have a baby in a container a floating baby and thing. they're like what what yeah. is that you're like well 
you have to know the video game to to understand. Yeah, and even then, it's <laughs> even then bizarre. it's kind of weird. But yeah. you know, that's fine. <laughs> so I hope that answered your question for me. And then this question is for Becca. Ooh. Um, Becca, I'm stuck at the beginning of my Animal Crossing New Horizons run. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your best ways to move forward? Easiest ways you found to get bells. I need cool little tips and tricks you found. Hope your wow. podcast does amazing from Nicole. Thank Aww. you so much, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Just uh, put that out there Such before Becca gets yeah <laughs> before Becca gets into her response. Yeah. Thank you so much. We really appreciate yeah, any definitely. sort of letters or yeah. questions. And just listening. Thanks for the support. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the downloads. Um. So with Animal Crossing, uh, the beginning is just a lot of grinding, unfortunately. Um, best tips for earning bells uh, is just island hop. Um, so go get as many, like earn as many nook miles as you can. So do you like your daily stuff, your daily tasks that, that come up in that, um, you know, just like watering your plants, hitting rocks, chopping down trees, get a bunch of nook miles. Then what you're want to gonna, gonna want to do <laughs> is take those nook miles, uh, Get a mook, Nook Miles ticket. I can't talk. Nook Miles ticket. Mook Niles? <laughs> it's just, it's all going together right now. Uh, go to your airport. Go to a mystery island. I know this sounds weird, but just destroy the entire island. <laughs> just take all of its resources. Chop down all the trees. Hit all the rocks. Pick up all the plants. All the weeds. Get the bugs get the fish, anything you can, then go back to your island, sell all of the resources. Um, and you just got to keep doing that. Um, also, if you catch uh, some, you know, some more rare fish or bugs, I usually save mine. Uh, I just display them somewhere on my island. You'll just place, hit the place item button. Uh, just Make a little spot for your fish and your bugs. That way, when uh, CJ and Flick come to your island, you can sell those fish and bugs for a higher price because uh, they pre- pay like premium prices for them. So that way, you can just get more bells out of it. That's honestly how I started building my stuff up. Also, um, with the DIYs, uh, a lot of them are difficult to get. So uh, the seasonal ones you can get from the balloons floating around. So you just want to, they usually spawn every like five to eight minutes, something like that. And there's a bunch of YouTube videos that you can look up for that too. Um, to get the DIYs, always check your beach every day for your little DIY in a bottle. And then your villagers also, uh, one of them will be doing a DIY. I think it changes like every... I don't remember, every six hours or something like that, it changes to a new DIY to a new villager. So what I do is I go through my neighborhood, knock on all their doors to see who's home uh, so that I can get at least like two DIY recipes every day. Um, and other than that, I mean, we're friends on the uh, on Animal Crossing, so just hit me up. <laughs> to uh, go back to the island hopping, can yeah. you get like the plane tickets like pretty early on in a game? Yeah, or like a save, because so, I thought that was kind of like later. Not really. Um, you need two thousand uh, nook miles to to be able to get a ticket. So, like I said, like you just want to build up those those miles so that you can go and 
and get one. Um, that's what that's what I did in the beginning, and it really helped me out a lot. I would just grind it out and save up a bunch of miles so that I could get like two or three tickets at a time, and then I'd just go and just destroy the islands. Cultivate. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a slash and burn technique. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, my biggest advice for, for getting started. And it, it is difficult to get started at first, um, which is why a lot of people just kind of give it up at first because it, it is kind of difficult. But you just give it time. I mean, the game is meant to be played at your own pace. Uh, there's people that have put in way more hours than I have that their islands are just intimidatingly amazing. <laughs> um, you know, so sometimes I get into a little funk where I'm like, ah island's not good enough you know but i don't know it's meant to be played at your own pace so take your time enjoy the game that's that's what it's meant for well those sound like some good tips yeah don't ask me about animal crossing i will rant forever (laughs) i think that's about it for the show this week though so this is actually a bit of a shorter one we're right around an hour and a half no i think most of it just comes from not a whole lot to talk about with nobody yeah. Just because it's... And it was a lighter week. Yeah. As well. Not too crazy for news. News, and neither one of us really did anything this no. week. So. I think last week you talked for like 20 minutes about Animal well, Crossing yeah, and stuff. Well, yeah, because the update was way cooler than the uh, the Amiibo cards. I mean, the Amiibo cards, I had my little troubles getting it, but now I have them. So sure. that's it. <laughs> for sure. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, like I said, next week we'll be talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. That'll be fun. Definitely. And if you have any questions for the show, hit Hit us us up up. at HST1Pod on Twitter or HST1Pod at gmail.com. Yeah. And we would love to hear from you. Definitely. So we'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye.